0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Graveyard. I am the Graveyard Gamer. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Graveyard Gaming. In fact, I would say this is a super edition of Graveyard Gaming. And that is because this past week I did not plan it. If you heard my last Graveyard Gaming, you know it wasn't part of the game plan. But I got a chance to try out a couple of new games this week, including Marvel's Avengers. And it's just got me thinking about some superhero games I would like to see. Maybe some scenarios. Some of these are straight out of the comic books some of these are from the movies and some are just kind of my own thoughts and ideas plus i wanted to talk about my game plan as i said there's been some unexpected games in there how does that affect things going forward and just kind of be aware of what might be taking place next week we'll see what happens Uh, and then of course the graveyard shift i want to talk about what i have been playing and my initial thoughts on a couple of these games i got to try this week So without further ado let's jump in there let's talk about some of these superhero games i personally would like to see i think we could have some really cool stories and concepts happening so when i talk about making a superhero game the first one's going to come in my mind is wolverine and the reason is, is i'm a huge wolverine fan i gotta tell you when i think wolverine i think a game series that screams out like wolverine could be plugged into this is metal gear solid so think metal gear wolverine if you will and what I would love to do is I'd love to see level based like different levels you're going to go to because to me the story is about him being a soldier, about him becoming part of Team X. His, you know, friendship turning into friction with Sabretooth, eventually leaving for whatever reason. I think this would be a great place to put in Omega Red, maybe that big mission if you're familiar with the comic books how that all plays out. Then you would get another big mission dealing with, you know, being part of Weapon X, getting the metal in you and just kind of like going berserk at the end that we've seen and heard so many talks about, if you've read the comics, you know that comic is crazy, how many people he just eviscerates. I'd love to see that, and then I'd love to see the final boss be actually the Hulk and Windigo in that classic first appearance of Wolverine. I think gameplay wise, I would like to see the levels as I mentioned, like different stories, so they could each be you know relatively big, but we don't need you know one big world or anything like that. I just think it would be kind of cool to have you know. Roughly the size of ground zeros for wherever you're going to, whether it's a building, whether it's a fortress, a camp, whatever it may be, and then some of the surrounding area. And you can vary the environment. Uh, I think it would be kind of cool to have Wolverine dropped off at an extraction point and have to get his way there. I think it would also be cool if using your bone claws, because this is, again, most of this game would be set pre-edimentium, be optional. You can take the guys out with some awesome combos, whatever, popping the claws. Maybe that can even... Even unlock some cool rewards or trophies and achievements, whatever it may be. Or if you want to just use those claws, you can. The whole point of not using them or using them is people don't know you're a mutant. So maybe that can affect an ending or, or whatever, I'm not sure. But I just think it would be really cool to see Wolverine in that environment. Plus, I'm not going to lie to you, it would be kind of cool to play a Wolverine game. That when you got soldiers shooting at you, you can pick a gun up and shoot them back. Because I, I don't know if game developers know this, but Wolverine knows how to shoot a gun. So, I don't know, I think it would be really cool to see Wolverine in that soldier aspect. Plus, I think you could really do some cool unlockables. Maybe every time you, you know, finish it, you unlock a comic book that you can read that was based, or that the mission was based on. Because the thing is, if you go back to Wolverine comics, there are a lot of these stories that we see snippets of, I'd love to see them fleshed out. Plus, if this is done well, and we get a really good pre-X-Men Wolverine game, fundamentally great, great gameplay, great controls, all that stuff. You set up a sequel where Wolverine can kind of go on these adventures with the X-Men, with Jubilee, with Gambit, all of these awesome stories that we had with this time with the X-Men. I mean, you could really do some cool stuff here. So that's my number one. I'd love to see that game. Number two, I would love to see a Black Panther game, but a hub world style based on Wakanda. What I think would be cool is Black Panther's, you know, he's the king. He's on top. He's, you know, the man there. But I'd love to see something happen where Killmonger kind of, you know, basically unseats him. And he's got his own tribe. And somehow Black Panther just barely gets out. Very similar to the movie, how he kind of gets cast out. But I would love it to see it very similar to that hub-style world Tomb Raider I talked about. Maybe each hub world is a certain sect of Killmonger's, like, army. So you got to work your way and take that boss out. But you've got all those powers, those abilities. You're in the jungle, which if you've listened to me, you know that is some of my favorite type of gameplay. Heavily wooded areas. I just think there's so many gameplay options you could do there. Setting traps, using the Black Panther powers, all that cool stuff. Slowly working your way around Wakanda until you finally get to come back there. Setting up a super awesome fight with Killmonger. On top of that, I just think it would be visually really cool, man riding rhinos like in the movie and just the technology they're showing off there i think that's got all the ingredients to make just an awesome awesome game and i know i would be down i think with the movies i think a lot more people would be into it i just think that his popularity as a character has just exploded recently and take advantage of it with a really good game Now this next game, I'm going to be honest, I'm shocked we didn't get this. Because Marvel has planned out Phase 3 for so many years in advance, it just kind of shocks me that there wasn't any kind of tie-in game with it. Now me and Mr. C from Gaming with Mr. C, we've talked about it many times, about how, hey, nowadays they don't put themselves in that position, developer, trying to rush a game out. But I still think they could have really worked this in there. But anyway, to the point, I guess I should say... It'd be really cool to get a game based in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, starting with Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Those three games exclusively, or three movies exclusively, I should say. And the reason I say that is, you think about it, in Civil War, you have one awesome mission where you got all the Avengers together. But then you're going to split up, and you're going to be fighting each other. Now you go in Infinity War, and you're going to bring in all of these other superheroes. That, come on, let's be real. Everybody wants to play a game as the Guardians of the Galaxy. Everybody wants to play a game with some of these other characters. Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. But at the point though, you're not actually playing as the Avengers as a whole team. You're still getting to play some Captain American levels. You're getting to play some Iron Man levels. But you also get a nice mix of all these other characters. But then you get Infinity War. And some of those cool set piece battles, going through time, all the different stuff. You're actually getting to play as the Avengers Including when you're fighting Thanos at the end of it. And I just think cinematically, that just could make such a great gameplay. Especially once you, you know, have some of those key moments, man. As Captain America using Thor's hammer saying avengers is simple and now you're back to having control over all these different characters i think it'd be cool if the game kind of did a cool mix of switching characters for you to make it cinematic but also giving you the option to switch out to different you know almost like a huge rpg and picking which character you want to switch with all across the map i think it could be a ton of fun now i'm not gonna lie to you this next one is gonna be a little bit controversial because I'm going to say Spider-Man The Clone Wars from the 90s. And I say this because how cool would it be if Insomniac Spider-Man 2, whenever that gets announced and released, what if at the end of the first game when they kind of tease Venom, what if it wasn't Venom? Or what if it was Venom but they kind of rewrite it so that Venom was created as they were trying to clone Harry Osborn? Because we don't know where he's at. We just know Norman trying to take care of him. What if what we're seeing is the first clone? But what we don't know is they've also been cloning Peter Parker. And we're going to see Scarlet Spider because I love Scarlet Spider. And based on what I see when people play that game, a lot of people enjoy Scarlet Spider because they used his outfit a lot. So what if we actually put him in the game? So now you've got a Peter Parker clone. You've got, you know, this whole story there. It's going to get at one point where you're going to be like, wait a minute, who is the real one? Because the thing about it is is Ben Riley, a.k.a. Scarlet Spider, he legitimately thought he was Spider-Man. It got to the point that Peter Parker thought he was the clone. And how cool would it be? Now you got Miles Morales in the middle going, I don't know which is which. I just think you could make a really cool story. You replace Kane out. You put Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin, as the guy pulling the strings. You even throw Venom in there, maybe even Carnage, uh, however you want to write it to really focus it in. You don't have to go too crazy. But I just think that would make for a phenomenal game. It would kind of expand that universe a little bit more because now we have Scarlet Spider to mess with. And I just think ultimately we could have some really cool scenes and fights and battles and all kind of stuff with that game and a little bit of redemption for that 90s comic book storyline. The next one, Age of Apocalypse. We got a small taste of this in X-Men Legends 2, but it was really kind of reimagining. I want a game with the X-Men set in the Age of Apocalypse storyline. Because think how cool it would be, you know, for one issue, quote unquote, but really a level, you're playing as the Astonishing X-Men. The next one, you're playing through some of the levels as Weapon X, a.k.a. Wolverine as he's fighting the Sentinel invasion. Also, you've got Gamma in the Externals and you're deep in space in a kind of a cosmic game. I mean, you could really have some cool stuff. I think it would be a lot of fun. And ultimately, you've got Magneto as the, the top guy. A slightly less powerful Magneto, but still a Magneto that actually you know is on the side of right. And it's kind of cool because if you've never read that comic, Magneto doesn't quite 100% believe in what the X-Men are doing, but he does believe that Xavier died for a reason, and he's trying to make good on that reason. I just think it's phenomenal. There's some great stuff in there. If you've never read that series, it's one of my all-time favorite storylines. I think it would make for some really cool scenes some really cool fighting and again this would all be third person probably more in the brawler style but just a bunch of level-based stories that man i mean it's x-men their powers alone makes for some cool visuals the next one i'd like to see the death and return of superman and i know what you're saying like dude we are so tired of death and return of superman but you know what if you never read that comic it was a cool comic but just imagine because here's the thing most of you younger gamers might not know if you've never read that The Justice League in the 90s was not the Justice League you're thinking of. It wasn't Flash, it wasn't Batman, it wasn't Wonder Woman or or Superman. In fact, they were told at DC Comics that you couldn't sell a comic with those guys combined. So I would like a game that actually has all of those guys in it and they're trying to fight Doomsday. And Superman's going to make that ultimate sacrifice and eventually come back and maybe streamline that storyline as well. But you get the black suit Superman and... All the different characters fighting doomsday, you know coming back at, at some point, man, I just think that that again would make such a cool game because guys, I just want a cool Superman game, so if he 's got to be included with a bunch of the other guys, whether you play as the other superheroes or not, you just play superman i don't care it's probably the most iconic Superman story ever, so let's have something good with it let's use that as a foundation to make a really good Superman game. Other than that, guys, I just have two more uh, comic books that I'd like to see made into a movie. I can't tell you how to make them. I really can't think of like an awesome story to use, but I'd love a new Aquaman game. The one on the Xbox got really bad reviews, but I think he's had a character resurgence over the last few years. thanks to really Jason Momoa and some of the great work done in comic books. I'd love to see a really good Aquaman comic. Uh, I know Hulking Yoda at Lost at Sea Gaming on Anchor. He's probably like, heck yeah, man. And I would love a new Fantastic Four game. Just really utilize those characters. Uh, again, I can't really tell you what I would do, what storyline, how I would incorporate it. But I just think those are two properties that could make some really good games. I'd love to know what you think about it too. But with that, let's talk about some of the games I've played and what some of my favorite superhero games are. All right, guys. So I thought it would be kind of cool just go through a list of some of my favorite superhero games that have come out. And honestly, the first one has got to be the Batman Arkham series. I mean, honestly, in 2009 when Arkham Asylum came out, I was floored by just how great it was. I mean, this was the first superhero game in a while that wasn't just a good game, but legitimately made you feel like that superhero. You really did feel like this was probably the perfect Batman game at that time. Uh, Probably not since Spider-Man 2 on the original Xbox and PS2 did you actually feel like Like, you were legitimately that superhero. On top of that, that combat system was absolutely uh, one of the most influential combat systems of the past two generations. And I say that because how many games have kind of copied that freeform combat style? On the PlayStation, hitting the square button. You know, just kind of bounce around, attack the different enemies with the heavy focus on reversals. I mean, that system has been used so much from other superhero games to even Mad Max. It was just a fantastic game. It's got to be up there. And I've always talked about wanting to replay Arkham Knight. Maybe I'll get there. I started it a couple months ago at this point and really enjoyed what I had. But I really want to point something out. And that is, quite frankly, it's a shame it's never been remastered or re-released for this gen. But if you have the opportunity, whether it's on PC or backwards compatibility, please check out Arkham Origins. It is so underrated. It's just such a classic game. It's fantastic. The next one, I have to go with the PS4 Spider-Man game. I thought it was great. I know a few people think maybe it's not as good as all the hype was. But for me, it was the next superhero game that kind of did what Batman Arkham Asylum did. Like, I legit felt like, yo, this is how a Spider-Man game should be. From the combat to the story. The story was so good in that game. Like, I legitimately remember telling my friends, like, man, if they would have taken this story and it just released it as a comic book, and this would have been the first you know, year of it, the first 12 issues, I would be hooked on it. That's how much I enjoyed the story. I loved the characters. Then the gameplay was just great. It was fun swinging around the city. So many fun Easter eggs, those backpacks, and the DLC. Very few times do we get a game that has several episodes or you know, releases of DLC that they all are good. I felt like they were all really good in this game. I can't wait for the Miles Morales game to come out very shortly. Wolverine, as I've said, he is my favorite superhero. And he's actually had some really good games and some average games. But, like, let's take a look at him. Uh, honestly, you got to go back to the 2009 X-Men Origins Wolverine. That was another great game. Now, it's not in the same vein as, like, Batman Arkham Asylum. Because, while it is awesome, your Wolverine this got a war style combat. You don't necessarily feel like Wolverine. Like, I've never seen Wolverine do that claw spin but it was just an awesome game hugh jackman you got his likeness you got his voice i all that was just awesome you go back a few more years you've got that x2 wolverine's revenge game and that was a very much like kind of like just above average game but me a fan of the comic books and the different costumes you can unlock and the different comic book covers i believe you could do It, it just it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed the game the game was actually difficult at times but i really did love that game it was disappointing that You know, that game never got like that, you know, re-release or anything like that. It seems like there is enough X-Men games that Marvel could do something like that, but I guess we'll probably never see that, honestly. And then I got to say, one of my first superhero games that I remember like saving up money for and I couldn't wait to buy was Wolverine on the Super NES. Uh, Tough game, really cool graphically and everything at that time, but uh, really tough, man, (laughs) really tough game, never beat it. Then I gotta always talk about The Punisher, because The Punisher is one of those PS2 games that I keep looking for. Uh, Yeah, you can order it online, but I always kind of want to just find it in the store for a couple bucks, and I've yet to do it. And if you never played The Punisher on the original Xbox or PS2, it was absolutely fantastic. I mean, it was really a lot like a Max Payne game in combat and and different kind of moves you could do, but it was so cool unlocking all the different weapons and uh, occasionally you would see Iron Man in the background or whatever it may be, but there was one level I remember you take out a mob guy, you're going to go get the rest of them, and you legit start off in his coffin. And when you hit the button, you kick the coffin open, and you just lay waste to everyone in the room. And then they also had those brutal animation kills that were actually so brutal that they had to get edited out on a lot of the systems. But I really liked that game. I wish we'd have seen a sequel to it. I got really excited in like 2008 because... There was talk of it, but it ended up being like an online shooter game. So, unfortunately, uh, that game just seems to be lost in time. But it was fantastic. X-Men Legends. I loved X-Men Legends too, Uh But X-Men Legends, the first one, last year I played a lot of it. I talked about it on this channel. That's just one of my favorite games of all time. I absolutely love it. It's such a great love song to the series. Especially since it came out in 2004. So, you had a lot of like nods to the late 80s and the 90s comics, and then where comics were out at that time, it was kind of flowing into those along with the movies. It was a really great spot for me as a fan to 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 get to play that, and to enjoy the way it kind of connected with all those different worlds. Really did love it. X-Men Legends 2, I still actually play it. I have it on PSP. Uh, it's definitely fun, but to me, X-Men Legends 1 is where it's at. And that also brings me to the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. Unfortunately, I never did get to play 3. However, I got to say... What's really cool about the Alliance games is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 is very much like X-Men Legends on steroids. And it's a ton of fun. And if you're into that style, it's really good. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 is like, it's almost its own little breed. It was a different developer, but it feels so cool. It's a great game. A really cool take on the Civil War story. I really enjoyed it. It's one of those few games that I can say that when I beat the game, I turned around and replayed it. Now that's because you can play as the two different sides of the registration or anti-registration, but I really enjoyed a lot of the changes they did there and thought some of the gameplay was actually better in it than Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Well, I have to throw this game out there. It's Superman, Man of Steel. Some of you guys have probably never even heard of it. It was an original Xbox game. Came out in 2002, and you know what? It was not that great. I mean, it was, again, man, it was just slightly above average. Actually, you know what? I would say this was a very average game, but I would still put it out there that it might be the best Superman game we've had. Uh, the only one that comes close for me is Superman Shadow of Apocalypse on PS2 that came out around the same time. But this game had like the this big metropolis you could fly around in. You'd have different enemies that you had to, you know, they were color-coded. So, you know, whether you use your lasers or your freeze breath or you just your super strength. Uh, but it was really cool. I enjoyed it. I remember being really hyped about this game because it was like, Build upon the promise you were going to be able to take off in Metropolis, fly straight up, and go in outer space. It didn't really uh, allow that to happen. It was kind of, you know, time-based levels, if you will. But at the same time, it was cool. It did have free roam, so you could just fly around. I remember enjoying that. And I thought the controls were really cool for back in the day. Now, I'm going to cheat on this last one, but it is this generation, and it just feels like a superhero game to me. And that is Infamous Second Son. I mean, the first, Infamous, I really did enjoy. I thought it's a lot of fun, and it was a, its own you know, version of a comic book game. But for Second Son, I just thought they just really improved on everything. I didn't get to play Infamous 2, but Infamous Second Son, if you've never got to play it, it's, it's a total blast. I mean, I love Troy Baker as his character. I love the city. I thought your powers were really cool. It's got a really cool villain as well. I thought she was, she was pretty vicious, man. Uh, a couple of like, moments in the story that you're like, oh man, did that really just happen? Uh, I absolutely just really loved my time with Infamous. Man, just talking about it makes me want to go back and just jump in that world and play around with a little bit more. Because it absolutely was a ton of fun. And that's some of my favorite superhero games. And of course, I'd love to hear what are some of your favorite superhero games. All right, guys, when we're talking about the graveyard shift, I got to tell you, it took a big left turn this week. I thought it was going to be finishing up Ratchet & Clank, possibly putting a review out for you, maybe even starting on Ghost of Tsushima, but that's not what happened. On Friday, I was actually able to check out two games, Crystal Dynamics Marvel's Avengers and the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remakes. Now, the funny thing about the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remakes is it just would happen to be after me and Mr. C put out our skateboarding episode that I got a chance to play this game But I got to tell you, I absolutely had so much fun playing it. Now, I will say in that last episode, I did say that I prefer the open world style to the uh, timed levels that you get in, you know, the original Tony Hawk 1 and 2 and in this remake. And I preferred Skate's Control ultimately. But, and I'll stand by those. However, I got to say that I had so much fun with this game. Uh, just completing the different objectives for the levels. I actually tried to get through the first two levels of each game. I spent a lot of times in the warehouse just kind of relearning the game. Uh, and I just, I love the arcade feel of the controls too. It was so much fun. I have to say in a very proud moment, I did not pl- look this up online. I didn't look it up in the control menus or anything. But when I'm in that warehouse kind of getting the feel of how to do this, I get my first special up and I'm like, come on, man. I know, I know I know how to do the 900. And sure enough, muscle memory got me to press over, down, and circle. And I got the 900. Now, I did not land it right away. It took a few tries for me to land it, get the timing down. But I did get that 900. And it was all muscle memory because of so many years playing these games and loving these games from my teenage years that it was just right there. Uh, The question is, would I sit there? Would I buy this game, make it a side piece game? Because I think it would be a perfect side piece game to kind of Every couple of days, jump in there, try to complete a few objectives to move to the next level. I absolutely would. It's just right now, my side piece, you know, game is actually pretty strong. I mean, I have GTA trying to get that 100%. I've got WWE trying to get back into my universe mode. And I've got MLB. One of those is eventually going to finish up. I don't know which one. Maybe it'll be MLB. Maybe I'll focus hardcore on the GTA getting 100%. But either way, I definitely see me getting tony hawk pro skater at some point it was a lot of fun uh, i definitely think if you guys are interested you should check it out beautifully uh, done i mean it looks great with the graphics and then like i said those controls are just awesome you do just have to kind of get back into the mindset of okay i only got two minutes to try to complete all of this in the level but there's also free skate if you want to have fun with it as i said i did get to try out marvel's avengers and you know what i'm about 75 percent done with the game so i'm going to keep a lot of my thoughts to myself because the review should come out hopefully next week i'll get into that in just a minute but i will say that i've enjoyed the game it is probably not the game i was hoping it to be but i can say that if you're somebody like me and you bought it for the single player aspect of it you might not get all you want but there is still a lot there that you can get a lot of mileage out of this game and i will say the story is really well done and the actual Uh, graphics in the game for the most part are really, really impressive. But I don't really expect anything less from Crystal Dynamics, to be honest with you. So hopefully you'll see a review for that next week. But, like I said, those are the only two games i played. I didn't really touch anything else this week. But I do have something important to do in this graveyard shift, and that is my graveyard shout-out of the month. And I'm going to be honest with you, this month, the game that has been on my mind a lot is Dead Rising 4. I have to be honest with you, Dead Rising 1 is what originally had me so into buying a 360. I got a 360 a few months after they launched because in my mind, I was like, you know what? I could get a PS3, but man, I got to have a 360 because when Dead Rising comes out, I got to play it. And unfortunately, it was hit with a few delays, but either way, I remember when that game came out, me and Hulk and Yoda used to sit there and go back and forth. I absolutely loved Dead Rising. Dead Rising 2, I wasn't a huge fan of. I thought it was cool. It actually took me about three different times over the course of a couple of years to get into it uh, i did eventually beat it but you know it just it just wasn't for me it didn't hit that same mark i have off the record never put that much time into it at all not having an xbox one i never got to play dead rising three however i say all that to get me to the important thing and that is dead rising four because i was so jealous of xbox owners when it came out i wanted to play it so much and it finally came out to ps4 a year later i didn't get to it until last year but I got to tell you, I mean, I absolutely loved playing it. First off, I thought the controls were really well done. I thought the actual gameplay was so much fun. And there's just the right amount of humor. It's very self-aware. It lets you have a ton of fun. I mean, you make all kind of crazy stuff, but it also doesn't go so overboard that you're just like, all right, man, enough. But it would be so great when you have a serious moment and some, like, dramatic, like, here's what's going on in the story, some big revelation. And you're just completely covered in blood, dressed like Santa Claus. Like, I just thought that stuff was great, man. Uh, destroying zombies was always fun. And it just gave you just, like, this, I don't know, man, it was an awesome sandbox that had just the right size. Some games tried to get too big. This game didn't. This game gave you just the right amount, gave you plenty. I love going into houses and games. You you plenty of houses to explore. Uh, honestly, the comedy in there was absolutely funny because I, I gotta tell you, that beginning intro where Frank West is trying to escape somebody asking him questions and he can't get the window open, that's one of the funniest things I've seen in gaming this generation. I'm just gonna be honest with you. But at the end of the day, I had a blast with it. I didn't love the DLC, Frank Rising. I didn't think it was that good, to be honest with you. But the game itself was great. It's been on my mind. Maybe I'll have to re-download it and just spend a few hours in that world again find some trophies to go after something i don't know but fantastic game if you never got to play it go check it out you can find it for pretty cheap nowadays all right guys so i just want to throw this out there i'm gonna have some time off next week and since that's the case it may affect how i game and since i'm going to be kind of busy it may also affect how or if any episodes come out next week I'm thinking that I'm hoping to get you guys at least a review for Marvel's Avengers. So be on the lookout for that. However, I'll just put it out there. There may not be a Graveyard Gaming for next week. We'll see if there is. Of course, you'll be able to see. I'll I'll post it in my normal spots. But I'm thinking as far as my game plan goes, I'd like to finish Marvel's Avengers by Monday. And then I'd like to go back to Ratchet & Clank. That's what I was hoping to finish this week. And then I'm hoping with my time off and the things I'm doing, I hope I can actually finish Ratchet & Clank by October 19th and I say that because if I do then I'm gonna move on to either Ghost of Tsushima which I'll probably never pronounce that right but it occurred to me today that instead of going to that game maybe just maybe I should go with Daymir 1998 I love the Resident Evil style gameplay, Hulk and Yoda has talked to me about that several times it's kinda of made me think hey we're right there at that Halloween excuse me, time frame anyway this would be kind of a cool idea to jump on. Plus, I was already planning on the week of Halloween actually playing through Man of Medan that Mr. C had actually sent me, so maybe I should work both those two games in, the last two weeks of October, and then after that, then worry and try to get to Ghost and, and hopefully play through it before the end of the year. But we'll see how all that goes. As always... This game plan is ever-changing, because if you remember a few months ago, by now, I was supposed to be either finishing up Assassin's Creed 3 or finishing up my replay of Batman Arkham Knight. One of those two replays, and neither one of them have been touched in a couple of months. But with that being said, guys, I would absolutely love to know what you thought about my superhero games. I would absolutely love to know some of your ideas for superheroes, because you know what's funny is I never even thought about talking about supervillains, because let's be real. We could make an awesome Magneto game. You could make an awesome... Black Adam game. I mean there's so many cool games you can make that I didn't even think about going the villain route. So you can always email me at thegraveyardgamergmail.com. You can always hit me up on Instagram at thegraveyardgamer, and of course on Twitter, the i G. I'm trying to post something every day, show you what I've been playing. You're curious about what Marvel's Avengers looks like? Check it out. I've got a lot of screenshots. It is a great looking game though. But either way, guys, as always, I'll be creeping around the graveyard.